Carl here from Games Brains Ahead Banging Life, GBHworld.com for short, and I'm here with Matty of Metallic Hardcore Outfit Nasty, who released their excellent new album, Menace, at the end of September this year. Matty, thank you for taking the time to speak with me. Uh, how's your day going so far? I'm busy. Uh, woke up, coffee, business stuff, getting my printer to a repair station because I need to make two taxes and it didn't print everything I needed for it. So yeah, sucky. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about sucky then. How about your year as a whole? How have you been holding up through 2020? Um, extremely busy to kind of compensate the loss we have through not being able to play live. Um, yeah. But yeah, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to cry too much here because I think nearly everybody in the music industry has got the same path to go. And yeah, we all, I think we all need to take care of ourselves, like kind of finding new ways to make a living at the moment. Well, that's Maybe. it. It's literally everyone has been thrown into the same boat. Yeah, and maybe even for the whole future. I mean, nobody knows what's going to happen and if music, if live music's gonna be the way it has been before, you know. Yeah, have you uh, been, have you been able to get any, to any live shows this year at all? Socially distant, those sort of ones. I, I, I played one with my uh, hip hop combo. Uh, it, it was like seated people and we had just two songs on kind of a special event. It, it was okay, but um, th that's nothing for a hardcore band, I guess. You know, I, I think you, loo it, it, you lose the magic, like a band kind of loses, loses its face when you play in front of seated people, you know, where the life, the life part of this music, in my opinion, um, depends on the whole thing, like the crowd reaction, sing-alongs, violence if you want to say you know like a pogo dance and all that stuff yeah I, I can't even i mean i've been to one show as part of the socially distant seated event and it was a black metal band so being seated yeah. for a black metal band is maybe not so but i have been to hardcore shows and the idea of seated and little rounds of yeah. applause at the end of a song boggles yeah. the mind yeah nice effort guys <laughs> Sound sucked. You're better on LP because yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's it just sucks. And we had offers to play like cinema shows or to play in front of seated people, but we decided not to. Uh, you know, with a new album and you never played those songs live, and you already have the vision how those songs could get a reaction live and then you get on stage super pumped like Richard for the ultimate and everybody's seated like nice <laughs> it's, uh... <laughs> it's a funny image so has it been easy to kind of stay in a positive mindset um it's not that easy it sometimes it's okay but then there are like when you really realize what's happening and what this could mean for the future and if you really think about it it's pretty hard actually mm. and also like um surroundings in the music scene i there are lots of people like really struggling a lot with it so i know nah, it's not really easy i mean it, it's it's okay for me because I've, i'm just focusing on other things at the moment um so i'm kind of uh, i'm i'm not sure about the the english word for it like um if i don't focus on something then i'm like yeah, you know, I, I, you know, I can I kind of, yeah, I can kind of forget about it, you know, like because I have to, like, I have the 
options to focus on other things. Um, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. It, it's just, it's kind of unreal. It is. It's, it's, and it's the fact there's already been a good eight months of living like this already. Is that the best advice you'd give to people then who are struggling to stay in a positive mindset? Just focus on something else. Yeah, I think so. I think you need to. Because uh, like my mindset at the moment is I really, I said to myself like, okay, um, nasty, like from the point that we decided to make a living from the band. Um, and this was kind of a main income, a humble income, but it was an income. And now I'm having the mindset of, okay, I will never again make any money with music or nasty. So that I have the urgence to, to grind harder and everything else, you know? Mm compensate it and not be like okay now okay maybe i lay back for another six months because then maybe we can go on tour again and it's gonna gonna be a little money blah blah no i uh, because you know the we can't see into the future and i think it's i think like this um show stoppage will 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 happen for much longer time maybe then if it, if everything could get back to normal then you're not sure how many clubs gonna be still there? How's the infrastructure of people like sound guys, uh, roadies, promoters, clubs, everything? You know, nightliner services, bus services, rental services, like all those um, backline rental services at the moment struggle super hard. Um, and yeah, like if some, if, if 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 like COVID would kind of disappear in let's say six months or something, and everything would get back to normal, you wouldn't know like who's still there. Like who of the people needed to find other jobs and gonna stay in those jobs because maybe they're paid better, because maybe they don't want to take the risk to lose it all again when COVID twenty breaks out or something. You know what I mean? It's so um, unpredictable. So I think the worst you can do is kind of get into depression mode. Like yeah, life sucks. Uh, why me? And blah blah. That's not fair. And then can. I think now it's the time to work even harder in other directions to compensate the loss you may have forever, kind of, you know? No, absolutely. And a part of it's going to be about adapting as well, which you guys kind of did as well. Part of the recording of Menace was uh, done online throughout the early part of the pandemic, right? Was that an easy thing for you guys to adapt to? Uh, it sucked. It sucked, but it it was interesting, you know, like, like for real, we did send uh, riffs to each other, like that, that, then, that, 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 then over WhatsApp, uh, voice messages and all that stuff. And uh, Andy, the producer, he was alone in his studio, kind of trying to put things together. Uh, and so we kind of pre-produced songs already like this. And when we were finally able to hit the studio one by one, like it was all, always one guy only allowed to get into the studio, we, we were able to work on it. Um, yeah, it was interesting. It, also, we had plans for music videos and all that stuff, which we all needed to rethink. Like, there were two shows actually in the UK planned, uh, which we, I think it was Shepfest or something, which we couldn't play. And we had a video guy already wanted to do video in the UK, blah, blah. And so, yeah, we needed to find different ways to kind of do videos and to, to uh, fulfill the time schedule that Century Media gave us. Were there any kind of aspects done during that kind of period that you would consider sticking to in the future? Things that were better? Because mm. you know, no. the traditional way of doing a band, you know, is obviously everyone goes to the studio, you do your shit in there for two weeks, and then you, uh, yeah. yeah. 
maybe we're going to be a little more flexible. Like, you know, we kind of normally, sometimes in a band, you are like, no, we need to be all there. Everybody needs to write at the songs and stuff, which can be stupid mm. also. But sometimes, you know, like, you know, if you have like main people doing stuff, there's no other guy needed. But we always were like, okay, let's mostly be together when we write stuff. Yeah. Maybe in future, we're going to be like more flexible. Okay, I can't come today. Okay, then we just do vocals. Or, okay, then we just do guitar, you know. But because we kind of um, needed to, f we forced ourselves to think in different ways now. And maybe that keeps us a little more flexible in the future. But in general, nah, it sucked. <laughs> <laughs> Well, do, do you reckon this Menace in Time will be sort of like a time capsule album? Like when you look back on it, years down the line, that it's going to feel very specific to 2020 as a whole? Uh, you mean that Menace stands out? In yeah, like yeah, because of what was happening this year and how you processed it and did all that. Yeah, very much. I think, I think this is kind of a thing that's unique forever. Mm. Hopefully if there's not COVID-2021 20, and all that stuff coming, you know? Um, I mean, like half of the album was already written before the pandemic. So even a song like It's the End of the World was written before. Um, but like the whole album became a whole different meaning um, through everything happening right now and through the pandemic. So, and also there are like a few songs now that we wrote through the pandemic. Um, which was pretty easy actually for me as a songwriter because it gave so much input, you know, like even on, per on personal basis. Um, uh, so I think, yeah, you, I, I, I can't say this from myself because we wrote the album, but I think as a listener, maybe you can really adapt to the, you, and still in five years when you think back like, yo, that was the pandemic, that's the nasty album, you still can get those feels back when you listen to the album. You know what I mean? Like, so yeah, I think- exactly that. Yeah, so I think that's of sticking with the album forever, maybe. Mm, I do think so. And now that the dust has kind of settled, because uh, it's been almost a month, are you satisfied with the feedback you've received from fans and so on? To be honest, more than satisfied. Yeah. It's, um, I think we never had so... Uh, what's the... Um, What's the different? Uh, what's the opposite of much? Uh, so less? No, I would say. L yeah, I mean low expectations, right? We ne we never had this low amount of haters. Oh, ah, cool. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. <laughs> only people on the videos that didn't like the music or style and that wished that we would die and stuff because we looked like Fred Durst kids and shit. So, uh, thank you very much um, for those comments because you didn't like my jeans that you wished that I would die uh, in, in terms of the pandemic where everybody's struggling. Thank you very much for your nice support mm. and your good vibrations. <laughs> comments, man. The cesspool. The cesspool of YouTube comments. It is a scum-filled area. Yeah, it's crazy, but we're like super used to it since day one. <laughs> but um, there were like, um, uh, to be honest, like the song Be Careful. Did you listen to the whole album? Absolutely. Yeah, we reviewed yeah. it. Loved it. Yeah, like, like the song Be Careful, uh, where I'm doing my first ever cleans in metal music. I thought that it would be like 50-50. 50% like, yo, nice, Mati can sing. And the other part like, yo, that son of a bitch uh, is betraying. <laughs> sell out motherfuckers and all that stuff but it didn't happen actually people really liked liked it there was no comment that i saw till now that were like yo fuck that guy so in general 
I also the reviews in magazines and from the reactions from people were, I think the best we ever had on the record. Um, also for the production side, the artwork side, everything. So it's like, um, yeah, it's really, yeah, it's crazy. We're like super satisfied and super happy with the support we, we did get. The only thing that really sucks is like, we feel we kind of released the biggest and best album we did so far in the band's career, like on the biggest album, best production, and my our opinion, the best songs. Yeah, but we can't back it live, you know, we yeah, can yeah. back it hopefully a year later and we were already thinking about to write a whole new album to push the next tour you know that's pretty like we had this tour planned for this october already with counterparts and i think we would have blew our numbers up you know like which is which would have been nice for business also but also just nice to get something back you know i'm I mean, I think, you know, like in metal hardcore music, you don't really earn money with streams or video plays and stuff. Uh, maybe a little with online merch, but in general, it's payday when the, the, the tours are happening. Like yeah. how many like do nearly every year an album so they can tour again three times in Europe or the whole world. So they can kind of, you know, if you make a living from it, so you can get the bills paid. So, and yeah, this pretty much sucks. Like, I think on at the moment the the best like on the highest level that Nasty has ever been, if you want to say so, we cannot back it up and kind of yeah get profit in return if you want to say so. You know, I don't want to sound greedy here, like oh it's money, money, money. But when you, the point that you decided to put everything aside, like every serious job of every career you had to 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 try to make your way in kind of punk rock hardcore music. You know, it's it's a really tough grind. And then at this point, you know, everybody says like, yo, you're crazy trying this. You will never make any money with this, blah, blah. And people are pretty much right. But then you're at the point where you can kind of make a living out of it. I mean, we all have side jobs. And But top of your work, there's the f- stupid virus coming. Like, yo, fuck you. Punk rock sucks, idiots. <laughs> Get a job. <laughs> I don't think anyone with a brain should... Um be unhappy that you would want to make any money. You create a piece of work, you put it out and give it to us. Your return is then your shows and what you can potentially earn and get from that to then pursue that further. So the fact that you've not been able to do that will ultimately, even from a fan perspective, absolutely suck. Because a true fan is gonna want you to be as successful as humanly possible, you know? Yes, I think it's sometimes crazy. I I had no car for 12 years. And then uh, I was able to buy a car and I thought for months about buying a car and it was like 1,150 euro for an old wrecked uh, little BMW, uh, BMW 3, like a really old car. It was also like an excellent car that like scratches everything, like it was super fucked up. And we did a band picture and the car was involved and dude people started hating you need to remove the anarchy a from your neck singing slaves to the rich but driving a bmw blah 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 amen a car for 1150 euro and the people hate on you after 12 years you know instead of yo i'm so happy for you martin because i love we love what you do and we hope just the best for you know i had a car man I, I betrayed everything. <laughs> I'm surprised for that price you even got an engine with that car. <laughs> yeah, that's it. You don't even get a fucking iPhone for it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So 
is it mainly the state of the world as a whole that you you find inspires a lot of what nasty are yes a lot it's a state of the world and also a lot how it um influences all us our, our own lives kind of like yeah. I, it's mostly i think as long as i'm mostly kind of a mix between personal things world related things and uh, maybe sometimes like scene related things well you know like you know like those typical things like you know if you have kind of a success even if i would never call what we did with nasty like a big success maybe we have kind of a success in the scene but you know the scene is not something like okay if you have success in hip-hop then you're fucking rich and you made yeah. it you have success in hardcore okay you you'll be able to tour a lot and stuff but it's still kind of the same grind than before you, you know it's and not that sorry go on sorry go on yeah, it's not that we come home from a tour and are like yo let's party for two years in a row now and then write the next album no it's just grinding steady you know no i completely completely get it and is it then kind of cathartic to get this stuff out through the medium of the hardcore metal you play, kind of like an exorcism, so you are able to then kind of carry on. Mm, yeah, maybe. Mm. How's it been um, working with Central Media on this release? Um, a little different. I mean, we were super happy with the release. Uh, for sure, they, um, uh, you know, they uh, put us out to a whole new audience and a whole nother setup. And that's what we, what we were wanting to have, you know, like, okay, we're at this level now. What could we do different to maybe reach another level of mm. professionality or something or being heard by more people or something? And I mean, yeah, Century Media is connected worldwide. Then after we gave in the master, uh, Century Media USA also decided to put a physical release out of it, uh, which wasn't planned in, in the beginning. So, yeah, we're super satisfied. I mean, for sure, a few things are different. It's not that personal, like we did with Tony from Beaton Hardware before. You could call him kind of at every hour. He, he reacted on everything like, hey, yo, have you seen this? The boxes are sold out already. Yo, let's do another 500, blah, 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 blah. You know, this is like more, let's say, yeah, in the end, it's more professional, you know, because it, it, it's um, for sure, it's like bigger business. Um, and, uh, yeah, everything's nice. It's just not that, you know, not that personal thing like, okay, and let's do this and this. Like, we know Tony since we started Nasty, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so for sure, th this work ethic was a little different. Um, but yeah, we knew why we signed Century Media. And I think we did really get what we um, hoped to get from Century. Absolutely. And ultimately, it involves signing, as you say, to a, a major label. So it has yeah. some give and take. You lose that personal touch but the reach is far larger. Oh, for sure. So is it all quiet now on the nasty front? Is everybody just chilling out, relaxing, taking some time? No, nobody's chilling. <laughs> it, uh, nobody's chilling since months. Like, um, uh, Paddy started a Twitch channel and is trying to set uh, like his, um, his social media feeds a little up because um, we had a we had a talk we had talks like I think two or three months into the pandemic um, our friend and manager Tom called us like we did a group call mm. where he was like yo boys we need to do real talk don't depend on the tour happening in October like okay I can kind of make it with that I can make it till there 
with maybe the saved money I have, like the money I have aside, maybe I can make it till October and then there's going to be the tour and I can make a normal living again. Don't think we're going to play this tour. Times look bad. Everything's going to shit. So right now you all need to react and get other jobs or think of different ways to get your money in. Um, so Paddy, at this day, he, he, he did his first Twitch stream bought everything for Twitch uh, because we were thinking like, okay, we can also do band stuff there, maybe yeah. do interview reaction bits. He's a really good Call of Duty gamer. And uh, yeah, maybe it, on, at one point, let's say in half a year or a year, maybe he can get some extra money from Twitch. Yeah, yeah. That's why, for example, he is super active at the moment on, uh, on socials, uh, promoting his Twitch channel. We're promoting his Twitch channel, all that stuff. Nash kind of became a builder. He's helping a friend who's doing like woodwork and stuff and also like uh, renovating uh, houses and all that stuff, like with friends. And yeah, like, yeah, he's, he's actually a builder at the moment trying to do that stuff. Um, Barry is in Belgium. And so he's the only one from us who gets like decent um support from the states mm. i think that's like a monthly payment to pay his rent everything which we don't get in germany mm. still not still not um since eight months uh, uh so and barry is a music producer also he's doing pop music and all that stuff uh, so he is uh, focusing even more on that mm. um and me i'm focusing more on my clothing line uh we just signed a contract with a distribution service with a hip-hop group and I signed to Barry's edition as a songwriter and um, yeah a top liner fantastic uh, yeah I bought some home recording equipment now um, trying to level everything up so I'm trying to focus more on this part of the music genre uh, you know like writing songs for other artists yeah and yeah yeah like kind of pushing the hip-hop thing in the future now it was a little quiet about it but we weren't still we were in the studio doing stuff and so hopefully like in maybe six weeks or something we're going to release our first hip-hop song with a proper distribution around it and yeah also the clothing line i did stuff there i did put it to a um, fulfillment service so i can have more time for the music side and stuff so the grind is like super real like um I know other people that are like, okay, fuck it. I can't do shit. I'm, I'm going to sit this out. But everybody in Nasty is kind of the opposite. I think Nash is even thinking about to study again now, to start starting to study because everybody of us is aware that maybe it's never going to be the same, even if it gets back to normal. You know, nobody yeah. said if it gets back to normal that we can kind of earn enough money through the band that we can make part of, part of a living of it so everybody yeah we are all aware of this so we are like yo let's grind now harder than ever to kind of get get out of this pandemic stronger differently you know it is that's incredible uh the rundown you've just given me is absolutely incredible it's really kind of heartening as well kind of really sends out a lot of positive vibes to see you guys working so hard to keep yourselves going so thank, thank you, you. It's well because we're a horror movie site as well. What's your plans this Halloween? Are you much of a scary movie kind of guy? Uh, no, I am into zombie movies that don't thrill too much, but yeah. I am really set. Is it called Sensible? I'm sensible to, to those spooky movies. Um, I have lots of bad dreams and nightmares since I'm born, kind of, since I can remember, and those. Horror movies really 
affect my sleep and my dreams. So I'm I'm mostly trying to stay away from horror movies, to be yeah. honest. Yeah, for real. I, I I once wrote a song. I think it's on religion or or the Shocker EP. Um, that, that's just about nightmares because it's no fun. Nightmares are no 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 fun with me. Sometimes I watch horror movies, but more like not the two psychical psychological ones. You know, I have no problems with zombies or people getting cut in half and all that stuff. But as soon as it gets like creepy dark and stuff yo man I, I i just had this this night when i woke up and i thought something was looking at me and i was afraid to go to sleep again it was stupid i i i always love that uh, any medium be it music film shows can have that effect on the the mental state yeah, yeah it's incredible does germany I, I i've never been to germany during the halloween period do you find does germany kind of celebrate halloween well, now they do a little, mm. um, which I'm not a real big fan from because I think they are all cool that's a USA franchise. And in my opinion, USA, especially at the moment, is not that country to be a role model. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, in Germany, we have the carnival thing is a big thing where you already dress up and stuff. It's like a whole uh, season, like two months or something that people are going stupid. And then like, like two, those two main weeks where they do that. So I think... We don't really need Halloween here, but um, I think at the moment, yeah, kids do it. They dress up, um, ask for candy, and uh, and the and the yeah and the young adults getting are getting into fights and uh, very hard. So yeah, hey. <laughs> but, but, but me personally, I'm I never dressed up to Halloween. Like I think I, I feel here in Europe, it's an Instagram thing. Like all those girls with those zombie faces saying, "Yeah, Halloween. I'm a bitch nun and all that stuff." Yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> I mean, no, you know, no judging. As, as long as it makes those people happy. But me personally, I'm not that much a Halloween guy. No, no, I completely relate. We're in the UK. We don't really. What you see behind me is purely because of video content. So you have yeah. to put it behind you, you know? Yeah. But I completely understand. It's very American. Especially if you're like a horror movie uh, platform also, it makes mm. sense. I mean, it's the, you know, no better time for horror movies than Halloween. No, absolutely. But there you go. Nasty's latest album, Menace, was released on September 25th, 2020. Go check it out. It is brilliant. It is a nasty, there you go, record. Um, Matty, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Thank you very much for giving your time to us also and making, uh, giving us a platform to speak out, you know. No worries, mate. Thank you very much for watching. You can check us out on gbhbell.com as well as on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and Tumblr. Go to Patreon to help us out over there. That's patreon.com forward slash gbhbl as well as Big Cartel where you can find some of our merchandise. We have a podcast running on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. And of course, if you like this video, do us a favour, hit the subscribe button and help the channel grow. Games, horror and heavy metal. What else is life for?